welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for it. Hello everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of Tornado Tag Radio here on NOTLG.com, episode 236. We're going to talk about AEW Dynamite. We have some exciting news. Uh, what else? We have a tooted or booted and a question. But before we get to all of that, uh, joining me is the Dustin Rhodes to my QT Marshall, Marianne. Are you saying you're QT Marshall? Because apparently uh, he's from New York when he's really just from Jersey and likes apples. No, I was going to say, much like QT Marshall, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing here. Uh, well, yeah, that's fair. Nailed it. <laughs> Marianne, we took a week off, kind of, sort of, my bad. I feel like it was two weeks. It was. No, it was only, oh boy, I don't know. Uh, apologies to everyone. Things have been crazy. I started my new job. I'm in week three starting today when you're listening to this. Did you finish season 12? I did finish season 12. Um, How do you feel? I felt pretty good about it. I um, I I don't know. I think Gigi should have won. Eh. That outfit, though, her her outfit was really bad. Like that wig and that whole oh the take on me sync look. I love the no, t- that was great. Oh. That was great. Um, I'm talking about the rest of her outfits with like the blonde pigtails and like oh. it was just ugly, ugly, right. ugly. And I could not get over it the entire time. I was like, I'm fucking done with this outfit. But also, uh, Crystal's a pinata. Oh my, that is that that I watched that a couple of times because I had to go back and do some other stuff to it, and it's. Honestly, kind of frightening. It's so it's good, great, though, though, right? It's very good, yeah. That's great. And I think um, my favorite is uh, is is Jackie Cox. I think Jackie little Cox. Sna- little, little Johnny Cox. Little, sna- little Snacky Cox. <laughs> it's so funny. It's just so ridiculous. Um, but, yeah, season 12, fantastic. Uh, I also watched Celebrity Drag Race. Which was Dude, Matt Eisman is a tra- is a national treasure. It was it was fun at first. I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna like this, but it did was you, a lot of fun. Did you see the season um, with? Uh, I think it, it might have been an all star season with Ben de la Creme. No, where she was like, so it's, it's like right at the beginning of the show when they're all walking into the workroom, and she, somebody did a like a video where they edited all of the entrances for the celebrity drag race. And after each entrance, it was just a clip of Ben de la Creme going, oh, who is that? Oh, wait, yes, yes. over and Ernest- over and over. It was so funny. Ernesto sent me it. He told me that you sent it to him, and I laughed yes. very hard. It's so good it's because you were thinking good. the same thing, obviously, except yes. I recognized Matt Eisman, and that was, like, pretty much it. Oh, but, well, and um, they had someone from, from Schitt's Creek. Yes, and they had someone from Schitt's Creek who I recognized – uh, but that, that uh, have cool. you seen All Stars yet? I have not. It just started on Friday, right? Uh, no, this is the second episode this past Friday. Um, I don't it's know what really I'm really funny. I'm excited to see it. I've seen the cast. I don't know what my next uh, assignment is, but I I will say I am working on something north of the border. Eh? Oh goodness. That's all I'll say. I'll tell you more off air. Cool beans. Um, but yeah, uh, work's been crazy. So apologies for not releasing an episode weekly. Even this episode, it's three eleven Californian time. So you you know by now on Sunday, well, backlash is coming up in about forty minutes. So ask me if I'm, ask me if I'm going to watch it. 
I know you're not going to watch it, but after Backlash, I'm doing a live stream. So it's it's a pretty um, bonkers day for me. And then after that, I have to watch three hours of Doctor Who for Podcastica. Oh yeah, so uh, this weekend really got away from me. It's my, you know, I got to remember this is technically my only free time now. Um, but yeah, it got, it got away from me. And Modern Warfare was having a double XP weekend, so. yeah. I got win 25 last night, Marianne. That's pretty good. This is me pretending to know what you're talking about. I, I was going to bring up the fact that the guy that I've been seeing uh, has tried to teach me how to uh, how magic the gathering works. That's adorable. It is. Uh, I wanted to die. Wow. Don't let Richard hear you say that. No, Richard and Jaren. Yes. No, it's like when I say I wanted to die, I mean it's too complicated. It is pretty comp. I will say, like, I tried to learn it way back in eighth grade. Little little Johnny Cox tried to learn it. Um, I don't really remember how it works. I had a cut. We actually on NOTLG, we had Magic the Chathering, which was a podcast that uh, hasn't had an episode in, I want to say, three, four years. But yeah, it was interesting to hear them talk about it. Uh, it's in the archives if you want to go to notlg.com and listen to it, any one of them. I just could not. And um, the guy that I've been seeing, he's uh, actually a high school math teacher. Oh. So uh, he's a teacher. So he knows how to break down different things into different learning curves. So so soon you will be... Um, no. You'll I'm telling you, I, I told him, I was like, am I the most... Yeah. Force of like, nature. That's I don't even know what the fuck That's the only card I remember. Um, he was trying to explain it to me and he was trying like to weigh like a bunch of different like methods of teaching me. And I was like, the second I see numbers, man, he was like, you have to not look at it like it's Pokemon. He was like, because it's not your creatures that are taking damage, you're taking damage. And I was like, but they are taking damage because there's defense and offense and blah. Well, I mean, I feel like you as a whole have a, a certain number of hit. But anyways, I don't we we can't get into it. As I said, this is, this is a wrestling podcast, but yeah, it was, it this was is a wrestling uh, slash drag podcast. Thank you. It, yeah, it was, it was an experience. Now we just need to talk about the nobodies watch wrestling. Cause that's drag and fucking wrestling in one. Oh, um, yeah, good shit. So before but we, yeah. before we continue, cause I, I do want to fit in some, some, some other stuff here. Uh, Marianne, you got me a really cool birthday present. Oh yeah, I did. Uh, it's I completely a little... forgot about that till just now, even though I'm still mad at you for not opening it on video for me. Look, Lauren got really excited when she saw the stickers and she went through them immediately. <laughs> Damn it, Lauren. But she she really appreciated. I mean, she's like, Oh, these are so great. Th- these are amazing. I, I can't believe she sent these to you. So there you go. But the uh the coup de gras, as you will, uh little little stuffed Tetsuya Naito. Um, who I believe will be making an appearance tonight on on my stream. Um, Good shit, right? He is super cute, and I'm excited that uh, Daryl has a friend now. I knew that you would like that, and obviously I had said before that I want to support people on Etsy, and I saw that, and I went, fuck, because I saw the pin first. Oh, the Breakfast at Tiffany's pin, yes. Oh, it's good shit. And do you have that already? I don't believe I do. I think I have something very similar, but I don't know. Yeah, I saw that and I was like, oh, I have to get that. And then I saw the little stuff Naito and I went, bitch. Yeah. Is I that, was like, bitch. Is that uh-huh. Marge? Marge.jpg or no? Huh? No. no. Actually, no, it's not. Okay, it's somebody um, else then. I don't, don't, yeah, definitely but don't it's, it's, uh, but they have, she does a bunch of different plushies for like AEW and stuff. And they're, she's fucking sold out of best friends. Yeah, naturally. But you can still get Orange Cassidy. 
Mm, but I was like, uh, I want uh, best friends. Uh, give me that best friends. Give me that best friends. I, I asked uh, Dustin um, how much I would have to pay him. Because <laughs> I, I said something to him where I was like, wow, when did your sense of self-worth like go up? And he was like, literally today. <laughs> I mean, he's, I he's, like, how much? he's facing Chris Jericho next week, so. Well, here's, here's the thing though, as I said to him, I was like, um, so now I was like, I'm so proud of you. Now you don't have to kiss dudes in matches for literal, so like for little to no money at all. <laughs> and he's like, finally, I've been working up to this. And I said, how much would I have to pay you to kiss Cash Wheeler in a match? And he was like, $1. Wow. You could, you could and Venmo said, him that. I said, I'll give you $2 and some bunch of crunch. <laughs> bunch of crunch. Wow. You know what Bunch of Crunch is? I feel like I know what it is. It's it's uh, Crunch Bars, but it's a bunch of little... Um, yes. Little bits of it, Bunch Crunch. Yes. Because Dustin and I both love Crunch Bars, but Bunch of Crunch is the best. But yeah, he his self-worth has gone uh, up, but also down at the same time. So My God, what a whirlwind. Who knows? But All yeah, right. Are we going to start with the, the Tudor Boot question, or go straight into AEW? We're gonna we're gonna first of all uh, a news item that we're just I'm gonna gloss over, which it doesn't deserve to be glossed over. But tonight, wh- late night, New Japan Pro Wrestling comes back. I'm very excited about it. They're doing nine no arena show or no fan shows, and then their tenth show, I believe, is a arena show with 33 percent capacity. So they're taking all the precautions. I'm excited they're back. They're doing the New Japan Cup. And, uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much it for that. Um, and then we we do have questions. We're just going to get over the questions because I might cut some AEW stuff on the fly here. First question is from Dominic. Dominic, hello. I hope you are doing well, firstly. He asks, what wrestling-related podcasts are you listening to? I have an answer to this immediately. Um, if Ben Kissel's podcast did not have that annoying co-host, I would listen to it more. Hey, I don't uh, have I don't have my shade button near me, but also I don't have my truth button either. But also, yeah, I was going to say, John, you agree with me. We've been over this. Yeah. But I listened to Dan Barry and Bill Carr's uh, Tremendously Awkward podcast yesterday. Oh, how's that? It's not like wrestling related, although they do mention it sometimes. It's just really awkward, funny shit. And mm-hmm. they talked about like funerals and how they handle funerals because they're both Irish. Yeah. Wow. And Dan Barry said that he wants, he was like, at first I just wanted to donate my body to science. And then I was like, he was like, I thought about it for a while. And he said, no, I want all the pomp and circumstance. I want a funeral. And he was like, but I want when they're taking my coffin into the church or whatever. And he's like, I want them to start the Jurassic Park theme, but from the very beginning. Oh my and he's God. like, so you don't know it's the Jurassic Park theme? <laughs> and he's like, until I like get in there and he's like, and I want somebody dressed as a dinosaur. Oh, geez. <laughs> and he was like, actually, no, I want the Jurassic Park theme on bagpipes. It was just like the funniest shit, but tremendously awkward. You can listen to it on iTunes. I think it's Spotify and somewhere else, but it's very funny. So that's what I've been listening to. What about you? Uh, I have uh, truthfully not listened to a wrestling podcast since uh, the quarantine has started. I haven't wow, listened- which is weird because yeah, yeah, I'm only listening to last podcast on the left. That's all I have time to listen to right now. But I am. I always make time for that podcast. I am doing a lot of filing and reorganizing, so maybe I will have some time to listen to some wrestling podcasts. But when I was listening to them, I was listening to Something to Wrestle with Bruce Pritchard. I was listening to The Arn Show. I was listening to 83 Weeks. So I was basically listening to everything that Conrad Thompson produces and hosts. 
and uh, I was lis- uh, always listening to Art of Wrestling. Those are all the podcasts that. And yeah, the tre- tremendously awkward is the episodes um, from what I saw are not very long. They're right. like super easy listening, so I really enjoyed it. It's super funny. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else I've I've listened to. Uh, I mean, friend of the show, Chris, Strong Style Story. We I've listened to that a a, a handful of times when I have the chance. Uh, definitely go check them out. They do good stuff. And um, oh my goodness, Boom Goes the Dynamite, which is Chris's other show, I listen to occasionally as well. And I've been on it, I think once, maybe twice. I can't remember, but yeah, uh, celebrity, celebrity, uh, uh, Johnny Cox. <laughs> you know it you know it and we do have a toot or boot question from our good friend nick uh it is, is always good questions yes this is of the genius lanny poffo circa 1992 his he is in his uh graduation garb which i believe marianne would we call this a seafoam green um, it's a little dark to be seafoam yeah. green. It's it's very hospital gown. Yes, there you go, hospital um, gown with white trim ish. But I can't tell if this is this genius gimmick of as a college genius. Is this like yes. is this a college graduation gown or high school? Because you never know. Um, but yeah, I would. Yeah, this is like hospital hospital uh, scrubs. Yeah, <laughs> shade. I wouldn't say it's seafoam. Seafoam is a little lighter than that. But I don't, I don't, that choice of color is interesting. I would have gone with like maroon or yeah. something. I mean, I think my, he, he's my had a couple of robes are maroon. He's had a couple of different, um, different styled robes. But what do we think of this one in particular? Is this like, this like OG Damien Sandow? Yes, basically. Okay. Um, I hate the color. I also feel like I need a background on the gimmick, but. Uh, Damien Sandow, basically. <laughs> Damien? It was basically Damien Sandow without uh, it was the 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 underappreciated brilliance of Damien Sandow also present here. Yeah. Okay, that's good. I don't like the I don't like the um, the white with the um, hospital thing because that's Nazi foam. I don't know what color that is. So um, we're, we're booting it. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna boot it mostly because I also I also have a feeling that it's not the right length either. Hmm. So oh, I'm not sure. Fair enough. Fair enough. Also, that mic looks incredibly small in his hands. It looks well, like a Lego microphone. Let me see this. It does. Oh my goodness! It looks so small. <laughs> it You're right. So small. It might be just how the 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 resolution of the picture is. What year was this? 1992. Okay, when I was uh, two. There you go. And John was already 30. I was. <laughs> okay. Hi, bud. Hashtag Henson the Little Pup has joined us in the studio. Did you finish your your little your little bone there, bud? You gonna jump up there? You're a good boy. Good Dude, boy. I gotta tell you, gotta tell you about Odie there. We had to take him to the vet because his breath smelled really bad. Oh no. It turns out that he had to have six teeth removed because they were all cracked and rotted and gross. Aww. And his breath was immediately better. And then we got the little weird, like, cysty lump on the top of his head removed because um, I think it was like an unspoken thing that it made us all uncomfortable except my mom because my mom loves Odie no matter what. Uh-huh. Right. But, yeah. Well, he's feeling better, though. Yeah, he's he's way better. He is, like, completely, I mean, he was, like, amusingly stoned. And he had to have, like, he had to have, like, expensive soft food. No. Which I mean, if my dad, if my dad, I'm talking about my dad, like he's dead. If my dad was still around and lived with us, he'd be like, fuck no, we are not making the effort for this. Right. 
my dad's the type of person's like, no, the dog belongs outside all the time, no matter what, mm. like even in the snow. Yeah, he's, right. he's problematic. But Not anyways, uh, AEW Dynamite. AEW Dynamite. Uh, let's start off by welcoming Justin Roberts. He's back. He is doing the um, announcing. That's great. We need to talk about that parade float, uh, Britt Baker. Yes. We missed that last <laughs> week. Uh, I love it. I think it's really funny. I love that she almost murdered uh, Big Swole with backing the car in almost into the uh, ringside Swole, area. Big the Yellow Ranger. Yes, the Yellow Ranger gear, which was great. Great gear, also great choice. Yes, uh, but yeah, I I absolutely love that. Um, we had Chris Jericho on commentary almost the entire show. Um, it it this is just an overall comment from me. I think four people is too many to have on commentary, I, but I, I also think like three is. I feel like if it was the WWE, it would be way more noticeably a bad idea. This wasn't so bad um, because I think that they each knew that that was a lot of people on commentary. So it wasn't a lot of like, I mean, Jericho always sounds like he's yelling, but (laughs) I don't understand that at all. But uh, yeah, this was a commentary. The opening match was like the Butcher and the Blade versus Cash Wheeler hit that button. Dog. You just made the list. Um, And the other one, I love Cash Wheeler. (laughs) And... um, we will talk about that. Um, but I think it wasn't, I, it wasn't that noticeably bad. I think it's just, it was obvious that it was crowded because Chris Jericho has, uh, is so amped up. Yeah. He's such an overpowering personality for everybody else on commentary. He's and... an overperson- like overpowering personality when it's just him. Yes. I mean, he's, I, I agree. Just, yeah. But I mean, our opening match, as you said, was the butcher and the blade taking on F. T-R. Or as I put, Cash Wheeler and the other one. Wow. We need to talk about, do you remember when I couldn't even tell them apart? Yes, I do remember that. And I was like super, like, this tag team work in this match was good shit. It was like, amazing. Was like, this was. Yes, they're so good. This was a very good match for both teams. Uh, I mean, Butcher and the Blade had a good showing. FTR, great debut match. Uh, yeah. It was like the- meh on that. Like, I couldn't even tell them apart, and now I'm all, like, drenched for Cash Wheeler. I love him. You just made the list! Like, so much. Like, he shot up the list. Like, he is full-on hot daddy material. My God. Yeah, it is. I really... They did come in. Okay, so the opening of this match, they came in on a truck. Or, like, in a truck. Yeah, that really seems to be the thing. Not, I hope that doesn't happen every time. Not a fan. Not a fan of it? Um, I think it'll get old pretty fast. Hmm, okay. Um, but then again... It might be different once all of this goes back to normal and it's not them just driving in from the outside. Because it, to me, to me, like them just driving in with like the truck, I'm like, this is anticlimactic. Yeah. So I'm like, it's anticlimactic and it doesn't establish an overall attitude. Like I think one of the problems with FTR, like if you don't look for them outside, uh, like on like social media and stuff like that, their personalities is kind of hard to differ between them. Right. So it's and to just come in like both at the same time on a truck and not showcase like any personality at all in an entrance, then it's not like after a while, it's not going to really be helpful for yeah. them, if that makes sense. No, I but hear they that. They were so good. They this were. This match was really good. This match was a lot of fun. I really, uh, I mean, the tag. Kayfabe, Kayfabe was broken, though, because we had an every time I die call out. Yes, that was awesome. <laughs> I loved that. That was great. I did. It was so good. I, I also did love the commentary saying that FTR was here to win and you know conduct business 
and it looked like Butcher and the Blade were just out for revenge. I did like that they drove that point home. It just made the match feel a little uh, like it had a little more to it. Yeah, I love I love how like I think it was Tony was all smug when uh, Jericho was like he plays the guitar and he's like he plays the bass and I'm like oh Tony Tony Shivani on board that was with so this. funny but um, I really enjoyed this match like a lot like the rest of me like my mind and everything enjoyed it not just my vagina so it was like right right it was it was um, I do love I that know, they really enjoyed it a lot. I do love that they renamed the Shatter Machine the Goodnight Express. I really like that. I don't know why. It's just fun. And it's a, it's a fun name. And it looks like they're using the spike pile driver as the finish now, and they're calling it the Mind Breaker, which I also like. Um FTR in the ring with Tony Shavonis. Tony Shavoni constantly like just feeding me John Pingle vibes. Oh, we'll get, all the time. We'll get to that in a minute here. <laughs> uh, the young bucks come out and they uh, kind of they they're like, "You didn't introduce yourselves." And then so a big, salty. Big old fight comes out and everybody's like punching each other and it's all crazy. Uh, up after that, well, like all of the like a lot of the other tag teams came out and it was just like Kenny Omega coming out full blown and then like sauntering out his. Adam Page, yes, obviously, Adam with Page. the beer in plaid. Yes. I wish I could pinpoint, I'm sure you're the same. I wish I could pinpoint the exact moment I was officially sold on Page. I could probably go back and check, but it. I don't even know. I, I feel like. Um, Actually, I remember now. I can't remember. Mine was when they when the Young Bucks took away his beer and then he just lifted a pitcher from outside. Yes. Of the yes. <laughs> that was probably the moment. It was like, okay, this is great. Because at first we didn't know where the alcoholic thing was going, and I was like, no, dude. I was like, this shit's hilarious. It's so funny. Yeah, they, they really they really did a good job turning that around. Mm-hmm. Um, up and next, they made it deeper than just a surface gimmick. Yeah. Up next we had uh, the Natural Nightmares, and this is probably the worst thing AEW is doing right now is trying to make me care about QT Marshall. <laughs> Uh, they had Diamond Dallas Page bestow the diamond cutter up upon him. Now he has Allie with him, and he's getting a tag team title shot. So Wait, wait, wait. This this was a match that happened? No, this is just, it's going to happen next week. No, because I don't even remember that, that match being, like, there was a Natural Nightmares match? No, it was a backstage, okay. it was a backstage segment where Dustin was like, be serious, I can't Oh, remember. yeah, because he was like, what is she doing here? And I was like, "Why? Why is this? Why is this a thing?" Yeah. So this uh, is bizarre. AEW. Brandy, Brandy was like, "Who the fuck is this?" Yes. AEW, stop trying to make QT Marshall happen. It will not happen. It won't. Up next, we had uh, Penelope. QT Marshall is fetch. Yes, absolutely. We had uh, Penelope Ford and Nyla Rose taking on Chris Statlander and Hikaru Shida. Um, this match was pretty good i think the finish where penelope gets the pinfall victory over the champion was great i, am... I actually really like that belt yeah it's a really nice belt i like narrow, it i think it's a little small center plate yeah it's small but i like it when it doesn't take up their entire torso but i love how it's just like this sleek and black and then like the narrow plate in the middle yes it's not like it looks more like a princess cut ring yeah yes <laughs> Which just occurred to me right now, but also my 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 first note is that Nyla Rose is gorgeous. Yes, she's so pretty, and she just freckles, and I'm like obsessed with it. 
just so pretty. But also this match had an axe kick by Statlander. Yeah, it did. And it, I, and we, you know how I feel about that move. Yeah, it's a, it's a great move. But I think the thing that really kind of bummed me out is uh, Chris Statlander today announced that she needs to have ACL surgery. And no, she, yeah, yeah, because of that dive. Yeah. Notice they didn't show her on camera afterward. Yeah, she was out for a bit. Yeah, so that was a little um, upsetting because she she's she's second ranked. So I mean, she was you know she was in it. She was probably going to get a title shot again down the line. Um, so it just sucks for her. I hope she recovers uh, swiftly. But yeah, I hope you know. I hope everything works out for her. After that, we had another interesting uh, Darbs segment where he was with uh, skating legend Tony Hawk. It was just a compilation of Darby failing in front of Tony Hawk until he he succeeded, and then he high five. Something him. that was m- marginally impressive. I mean, I thought it was pretty. It, it, it was pretty impressive, but I just wish he had not. He had stopped doing that. But he, that's our Darbs. Um, we will skip over the Britt Baker thing, although all Britt Baker things are great, and we will move I think on. Britt Baker needs to be like a. I can't. I want her to be a cyborg, like oh. Doctor Robo Baker MD. Oh, I'm fine with that. That sounds fun. Um, check. up next we had Santana and Ortiz and Jake Hager taking on Trent and Chuck Taylor. You just made the list. And Orange Cassidy in a six-man match. And uh, Jericho had a great quote during this where he said, Jake Hager looks like he's beating up the 15-year-old version of himself, referring to yes. Orange Cassidy. That was great. That was like my, my second note after Chuck making classic Marianne's favorite wrestler face on his way out. Yes. Um, that launch into a spear was fucking great. Yes, on the outside. Good stuff. Um, what did you call that one Excalibur it's just a clothesline it's just a clothesline that was so funny that was Dude, those, those mean boy chops from Trent yeah in the corner those yes. were oh it was it was good shit this was a good um, match it was a lot of fun I will say double I ne- boy Rana yes the double orange Cassidy so we did get a, an orange Cassidy mild tag as I'm gonna call it because it's not a hot tag <laughs> It's not a hot tag. It's a mild tag. And I, I, if Excalibur is listening, you can steal that. A mild tag from Orange Cassidy. Um, Cassidy steals the pinfall. Uh, Jericho comes in and starts beating up everybody with a baseball bat. Uh, Orange Cassidy is bleeding. And then he Dude, gets poor Jim. And then he I gets mean, hit. Orange. He gets hit with an entire bag. They kept calling them blood oranges, but those aren't blood oranges. They were not Come blood on. oranges. That's too expensive. What are we doing? Yeah. Uh, I did love those have to be that has to be 20 pounds. And I was like, I no. don't think so. But yeah, he hit, uh, Jericho hit him with the bag of oranges and then uh, slammed them on into his back, which was like, oh, oh poor geez. baby. Yeah. And orange is bleeding. Um, and we're I think at Fighter Fest, we're going to get Orange Cassidy versus Chris Jericho. Which I can't wait for. I'm very excited about that. Uh, we I had, loved I loved the previous week where the, he like rolled out of the ring and then they just lifted him up yes. like it was a drag performance. Yes. Like, yes. Oh. <laughs> and brought him back over. That was fun. It was good shit. Uh, we had an MJF thing where he uh, it, he interrupts Billy Gunn's interview and Tony Schiavone starts mimicking him, which was Tony very Giovanni. funny. Very, very John Pingle energy right there. My thing was... Um, MGF should know better than to wear light blue denim colored pants with a black button up. 
Oh, so we're booting this. No, sir. There you go. No, sir. I couldn't. It was like denim colored. If it was like a, a different shade of light blue, especially if it was just slacks, that would be fine. But it was like it almost looked like denim. Then, um, denim. But yeah, it was not. It was. It was not good. But him coming at Billy's sons <laughs> made me laugh really hard. Yeah, and it's true. Uh, up next, we had, Col- we had Colt Cabana taking on Sammy Guevara. I did watch this match live on Wednesday. I do remember thoroughly enjoying it. Colt Cabana getting to showcase his abilities on a um, national stage is great. He is such a good seller and just, you know, great all-around wrestler. Ends up losing to Sammy Guevara here. I believe Jim Sam Ross straight up called Cabana old. I mean, he's been around of for all people to call <laughs> Cole Cabana old. True, true. But he has a beautiful moonsault. Yes, he does. And uh, Jim Jim Ross made a, a note where he was like, he was like so confused as to why Cabana did not win with a moonsault. Like for some reason in his mind at that moment, it's impossible to lose when you use a moonsault. Yeah, I and guess. I don't think I can think. I was like, what wrestling have you been watching? And since when has a moonsault been that effective? Uh, I don't think a moonsault's been that effective since the Great Muda was using a moonsault to. You see what I mean? Nineteen ninety-two. Like, Jesus Christ, Jim! But um, uh, so Cabana loses. The Dark Order comes out. Um, Mister Brody Lee. All he does is help Cabana off the ground and walks away. Everyone leaves, and Cabana follows them down the entrance ramp that they came. Excalibur was like heartbroken. <laughs> yes, he's very heartbroken. Um, we did the Matt Hardy different personality thing with Sammy Guevara. Uh, not all of his personalities enjoy Sammy Guevara, but so here, here's my note: is my I've been missing the last couple of weeks, but is Matt Hardy just now the supportive uncle? Yes, of the roster. It sounds like it until he, uh, you know, becomes a different version of himself. Then so he, bizarre. Then he is. He not. like shakes his brain around in his head because he's brain damaged Matt Hardy and just becomes like something else. I actually really like it. I think it, it's it's a it's a new wrinkle on his character, and I, I he's a very wrinkly character. Absolutely. Um, we then had a Joey Janela vignette where he refuses to high five his bartender. He better tip him though. I'll tell you that much. Um, he didn't look like he did. Goddamn. And he is uh just walking uh drunk down i think that was i assume it was in florida and he is oh henson what's going on bud somebody's losing their mind uh uh, he is picked up by sunny kiss and apparently this is gonna be a thing i would uh i would not mind seeing this as a tag team i would love to see sunny kiss finally like out there yeah this is the best but at the same time what the fuck is going on i have no idea but i'm fine with it and i'm interested to see what happens and uh speaking of that Cabana knocks on the door of Mr. Brody Lee and he is let in. So we will see what happens with this. I would be interested to see him join the Dark Order. It would be so weird. Because he hasn't done anything like that in he just a long comes out time. As an evil Matt Classic. Yes, that would be fun. <laughs> um but also I'm not, you know, I'm not really sure where it'll go. Maybe it'll just be Brody Lee versus him. Who knows? I don't know, but I'm interested to see where it goes. So I open a window here in sunny Los Angeles. Anyway, Moxley is here. He's tired of Taz talking shit. He's John op- Moxley promos until I die, please. Oh, my Thank goodness. You. Yeah, this was good stuff. 
I love that Taz comes and gets in his face too. I like that's I was, just fun. I was very distracted by this crazy ginger beard that Moxley has going on. Yes, it's very thick and, and nice. It's very, it's very <laughs> interesting. Um, but yeah, Taz comes out and is like all up in his face, and I was like, "Don't do this." And then a wild Brian Cage appears. Yes. Um, who also did not get the memo that you cannot wear cognac colored shoes and light denim. In fact, I just advise against light denim in general. Oh my God. It's happening again. Unless you're orange Cassidy. Yes. Um, because orange Cassidy is a stylish man, but Absolutely. Brian cage comes out and he's wearing light denim, cognac dress shoes. That's fucking gross. You cognac is a danger. You have to really know how to wear that and a shiny black belt. Melissa, come get your man. <laughs> Shoot week. No. And he was like also like not wearing a shirt. I was like, none of these things go together. Um, none of these things. It was just, it was not good. So a fight ensues. Uh, Brian Cage gets the better of John Moxley. And Taz tries to stop him, which I thought was very, very interesting. Very Paul Heyman-ish where Paul would try to stop Brock a bunch of times. Uh, did not work. Not, he wouldn't stop. He wouldn't like try hard enough. Right. This was at least <laughs> like, hey, we're done. You made the point. Come on, let's go. We're done. Let's go. And then, the, but in did. the spirit, but in the spirit of uh, Brock Lesnar, as Brian Cage calls himself, Lucha Lesnar, he oh. has no brains. Yes. There you go. Yeah, he has a shirt that says Lucha Lesnar on it. I did not know that. Really? I swear I have mentioned this before. Lucha Lesnar T-shirt. Clicking on it. I'm gonna look at this thing. Is it the back? No, it's up on it's up on that site that we're not buying. Long time. Um. So Brian Cage walks away. Moxley not so much. And then we had our main event for the AEW TNT Championship. Mark Quan versus Cody. Um. The Hardy Party was in full effect. God damn! What is happening? Yeah, the uh, the Lucha Lesnar shirt looks exactly like I thought it would. Yeah, right. Um, and this match, again, very good match from Cody. Um, main event again on, on TNT here. Uh, we told a story with Mark Kwan's leg, uh, or I'm sorry, his ankle, uh, where it's quite apparent that he relies a lot on his high-flying offense, but he... You know, he would sell the ankle every time. I thought it was great. And Marianne, what in the hell was that corkscrew into a DDT? I, it was so cool. I, I don't know if and that I was. One of the one of the commentators was like, I have never seen that before. What was that? I believe that was Excalibur, who has seen quite literally everything. everything. Excalibur is, been, god damn, like the, the place to invent moves is PWG. Yes. <laughs> So I mean, holy shit, that was so cool. And like, obviously, you know how I feel about Private Party, but I was like, good for you. Yeah, I mean, this was a great showing, a singles showing from from Mark Juan. Yeah, and if this had been done in a tag team match, I don't think I would have noticed it as much. Yeah, yeah, very much showcased his abilities. Yeah, exactly. It was it was good. I still hate his outfits, but it was good. <laughs> well, he took off the jacket, so it got a little I better. I don't care. It's awful. Uh, we got a four fifty splash on the ramp. And um, Mark went for the, I believe he does a shooting star press. Uh, Cody pivoted. I actually really enjoyed one. it. Yeah, I really enjoyed that he kind of moved out of the way and caught Mark's ankle into the ankle lock. Uh, Mark taps out. Pretty good match. I really enjoyed it. We get Jake Hager coming out. 
and it looks like he's going to challenge Cody next week, um, which next week's card is, or this week's card, because you're listening to this on Monday. Running it a little bit late as usual. (laughs) Omega and Paige versus the Natural Nightmares for the AEW Tag Team Championship. Uh, I feel like that's going to be a snooze fest. I agree. We have MJF versus Billy Don't Call Me Gun. Apparently his name is just Billy. Um, WWE's going to ruin fucking everything. And then we have La Sex Gods versus The Best Friends, which uh, should be great. I'm very excited for that. I'm very excited about that, and I know, like, just because Chuck Taylor is so heavily influenced by Chris Jericho, yeah. I'm even more excited to see how they play off each other. Absolutely. Because because uh, Chuck has gone on record saying, I'm surprised nobody's, well, who's calling me? Uh, he's like, I'm surprised nobody's called me out for being a Jericho ripoff because I literally have, am just like him. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, the more you look at it, it's true. It's yes. just he... He just has so much like genuinely like effortless humor. This person ringing the bell in the background. My God, it's fine. We're al- we're almost yeah. done here. Um, we're also going to get the Young Bucks taking on the newly named Super Bad Death Squad, Kip Sabian and that is an Jimmy awful Havoc. Name. Uh yeah, I, I think it's not great, but uh, it may yeah, I don't know. Super Death Squad. Super Death Squad would be better. Anyway, I, I feel like it should be British something or other. We're only friends because we're British. That would be fun. I'd be fine with that. <laughs> That's mouthy. It would have to be something more clever than that. Um, or it should be roommates because aren't they roommates? I think roommate, super roommates. There you go. <laughs> super bad roommates. Super bad roommates. Uh, <laughs> and then we have Cody taking on Jake Hager for the TNT championship. Um, yeah, so that should be an interesting show. Once again, Apologies for the rushed episode, but we didn't want to. Everything out of the way. It wasn't too bad. I think we did. I think we did just fine. Um, We didn't get on too much of a drag tangent. No, not next week, guys. Don't worry. There will be plenty of banter. Dude, uh, Jaron says he can record with us next week. By the way. All right, there we go. We could. We can do that. We'll have Jaron. It'll uh, be some good shit. Absolutely. All right. So, um, I will just read all of these, Marianne. I got it. Don't worry about it. What? I'm Fine. Good. I'll eat my I'll eat my Taco Bell in peace. There you go. Ooh, I had Del Taco today. Oh, really? Yes. Miss Del Taco. Henson is just standing right next to me in a weird way and just looking out the door. Now he's he, I said his name and he's like, "Fine, I'll leave." He's just leaving. He's totally walking away. But I'll be right there. So, you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Tornado Tag Radio. You can follow me on Twitter at JP Thrice. And you can follow Marianne on Twitter at Sailor Moonsault. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, and now Spotify. Just search Tornado Tag Radio. Rate and review us as well. Please do that. We want to know how's we're doing. Uh, that would be great. Uh, notlg.spreadshirt.com. Buy a shirt, buy a mug, buy a... Don't buy a sweatshirt because it's super hot out. Um, I don't know anything else. Uh, Patreon.com slash NOTLG if you want to donate monetarily. But the message remains the same. Support your friends who are artists because they are still not working that I'm aware of. Or they shouldn't be because, I mean, hashtag second wave. Let's stay inside, people. And, uh, you know, self-quarantine so we don't all die. Uh... <laughs> that's the message we're going out on so join us again next week there's only one thing left to do so Marianne if you will ring the bell housing <laughs>
This has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit NLTLG.com.